die in Mountain Dew the best. Oh, cheers. Did you say dime? Diet Mountain Dew is the best? Yeah, man. Yeah. First Tastes good. Tastes let alone good. a Mountain Dew. But you went to the Diet Dew. Well, I'm You're trying to get go. off it. I'm trying to get off energy drinks, and the closest thing to an energy drink that's not an energy drink is is Mountain Dew. And I was like, that's way too much sugar. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll settle for Diet Mountain Dew. You know what I mean? Cutting out energy drinks. Yeah, I'm trying well, to. Well, eh, I do kind of remember you drinking Red Bull a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hello, world. Welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. Uh, we've been off for a couple of months. It started out as like a short break, and then it kind of extended into a not-so-short break. Uh, but we're, we're officially, you know what, it's 2021. And I'd like to say that we're better off than we were in 2020, but it's only slightly less worse. Uh, but one big thing is we're in a Biden minute. We're in a Biden presidency. So and a and a, a Senate and a democratically controlled uh, Senate and uh, House of Representatives. So that's also looking up, right? Uh, I am joined by my old friend. God, we've been friends what like seven years now. Uh, he's been on. He was. You were on earlier this year. Uh, my good buddy. Uh, one of my boys, Anthony Jenkins, aka Ka. How you doing today, Ka? Anthony Jenkins, aka Ka, aka Ant, aka everything, aka Go Seas. Um, I'm good, you know. Yeah, it's um, been it's been 2014. Is that when we? Yeah, think yeah. 2014, 20, well, yeah, 2014 to 2015, about, about somewhere, around, somewhere around there. Yeah. I don't know if you like to talk about this, but I do think I got I, like I appreciate this. I'm not necessarily like commenting on it, but I appreciate the fact that you know we're all in a group chat still together, even though like you know your ex girlfriend is in the group chat with us. Like that's <laughs> and you're like I was like I wonder if that ever gets awkward for them, but I'm like I guess it doesn't. I mean they're cool. I mean, but I, I love having that group chat. It's one of my favorite things that I get to. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. We, we all met. You know, we all formed a bond in a grocery store that won't be named. And, you know, uh, yeah, that doesn't exist. Any- well, it doesn't. That location doesn't it, exist. Anymore. And that location doesn't exist. So, you know, we got we got a little piece of history. Yeah, so definitely. It's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I have nothing nothing against anybody in that group. I mean, so I don't see what it's never awkward for me anyway. I can't right. speak to anybody else. But. Yeah. I mean, everybody's cool. At least everybody keeps it cool in the group. We're we're talking on Saturday. Tomorrow is the Super Bowl. I'm not watching it. I don't plan on watching it because I just don't like. Am am I crazy? We'll get to the Saints because I see a Saints flag and you're hanging up behind you. Uh, But we'll get to the Saints. But I don't really care. Like, I mean, no disrespect. Like, Patrick Mahomes is all time great. Like, he's incredible to watch. But I really, I think the Bucks are gonna win because. I mean, fuck it. They've won three road games in the playoffs so far. So I'm like, well, it would be just the perfect ending for them to fucking win the Super yeah. Bowl in Tampa. I really don't like. I'm. I don't care because like it's boring to me if the Chiefs. If it's boring to me if the Chiefs repeat, but like I also don't want to see the Bucks win because fuck the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Exactly, uh, Tom Brady. So I'm just gonna probably play video games and, keep, and kind of follow it on my phone. Do you but I mean that's. That's the yeah, that's the reason to watch though. Like the way we went out, you know, if anything, I'm rooting against Brady just because one, because he beat us, and two, because it's it's Brady. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't care for him. You know, I I was talking to a guy at Pluckers. I don't know if you remember Pluckers out here. I do remember Pluckers. Went to Pluckers last night, you know, we had had a couple of drinks. I was talking to a guy and he was like 
Patrick Mahomes lose to Brady, that's going to ruin his legacy. I'm like, how? He's 25. I, that's what I said. That's like, yeah, that's going to ruin his chances at being the GOAT. I'm like, no. I mean, he's still young. Like, you, you can't say, oh, well, Tom Brady is the GOAT. Well, Tom Brady's the GOAT, but Patrick Mahomes can't be the GOAT because he lost to Tom Brady. I was like, that's like comparing LeBron and Jordan and something. And saying that LeBron can't be the GOAT because Jordan. Uh, Dude, but- yeah, I, I, I hate it. First off, I hate that narrative, that comparison, that quarterback duel. It's like quarterbacks are never on the same field at the same time. That's what, that's what I told him. Because yeah. when he the one brought up the, the Michael Jordan-LeBron thing, I'm like, yeah. they play offense and defense. Yeah. No, there's never a time where Patrick Mahomes is going to be on the field and be like, I'm giving Tom Brady buckets right now. Yeah. Like, you out there, you can keep the score tight, but if his defense don't show up, I mean – Ain't that he he do, yeah, exactly. And like, I, I really blame Michael Jordan for this. I mean, not like blame him, blame him, but I hate the the people around Jordan that are like, I guess the sports media and everybody, all the all the Jordan fans out there. And I say this as a Bulls fan, like, I, like he's like the only champion in like history to never lose uh, a finals or a championship. Like he's he's he he went to six finals. And he won all six. And that's great. That's really excellent. But, like, everybody else who's, like, an all-time great has gone to a championship series or a championship, you know, game and lost. Like, we need to stop holding, like, I get, okay, he's the GOAT. Cool, whatever. But, like, just because, like, somebody has a loss on their record in a championship, like, scenario does not mean that they're, like, they can't be the GOAT. It's just, like, I just don't. People worship Jordan too much, and I know I'm wearing a Bulls hat when I say that. That's kind no, of about to say, But you are one of the few people that wear Bulls clothes that wasn't a Bulls fan because of Jordan. No, you I was a Bulls fan because of D Rose. Yeah, and Jimmy and Jimmy Butler. I still miss him, even though he's kind of poo poo now in Miami, right? This season so far, but you know, man just went to the finals last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I, I'll, I, I argue with people to this day that I think LeBron is the goat of all time. Like he, he's just like. He's incredible, but uh, you know, even then got to you. Like, <laughs> no, my eyes got to me. I watched LeBron for over a decade now, just like destroy, especially the Bulls. But like, just watching him, like I was like, when he went, when he beat the seventy three and uh, seventy three and nine uh, Warriors, I was just like, this is it. This is it. Like, this nobody's. I can't imagine anybody doing anything greater than this. Like, at least in basketball, like it just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't even it, I, I, it. He's the best, and he's done it for. He's thirty six. He's thirty six. He'll still maybe be the MVP of the season this year after like a two month break of just winning a championship. Like LeBron James is the goat. I don't care. Uh, but anyway, whatever. Let's talk about. Let's talk. Well, we, so so you think the Chiefs are going to win or the Bucks? Chiefs. Well, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs can win it. I don't see the Bucks stopping the Chiefs' offense at all. I can kind of, I mean, it's going to be a level playing field on the Kansas City defensive side, I think, versus, you know, Tampa Bay. They're up, but Tampa Bay is starting to click. Yeah, that's what I'm worried mean. about. You know, you, you never know. And I feel like they came on at the right time in the season. But I don't I don't see Mahomes losing tomorrow. Yes. At least I hope I don't see Mahomes losing tomorrow. I'm, I'm just preparing myself for some kind of fuckery for Tom Brady to win a championship because I feel like – uh, intentionally and unintentionally, all the breaks have fallen his way. So I'm just like, he's. I'm just mad at him trolling us. Like this dude is dapping up refs on the sideline, like just to troll us. 
You we'll know, get... as soon as you score a touchdown, he look at the ref and shoot him a thumb up. You know. Speaking of the Saints, so what do you what do you like? I we don't have time. We got a long. We got a a, a full plate to get into, and we'll <laughs> talk about what we're talking about uh, in a second. But just real quick, disappointing into the season. But I was like, it was it was so inevitable to me that I was just like, yeah, this is probably how it was going to go. But, you know, we got a lot of questions in this offseason, and maybe later on you, me, and Steven can get back on and talk about, like, maybe after, maybe around the draft or whatever. But, like, so the, the Saints have cleared up some cap space because they expect Breeze to retire, and they re-shifted his contract to get up some cap space. I don't know if you saw what Sean Payton said in the news recently that, you know, it we're really, like, basically paraphrasing, like, they— are open to Jameis taking over. But we got, you know, Stafford just went to the Rams and Deshaun Watson is still potentially out there. Like, what what would you do? You know, Mickey Loomis calls you. What do you think our goal should be? What would you say, Kyle? If Deshaun Watson is available, you go get Deshaun Watson. I mean, it's clear, cut, and dry. I mean, if he's not available, then you, you sign Jameis Winston. Yeah. You got a guy that already knows the system, I mean, who can, can throw the ball. I mean, yeah. and this might be a hot take, but I'm willing to offer up Michael Thomas if we can get Watson. I mean, and you know, yeah, it'd be tough. But I mean, I feel like we got we got people that he can throw to. You can have Jared Cook just as, as a plus, you know. <sighs> Jared Cook. I've been oh, cooking man. for the longest, J Flo. He let us down, man. He, <laughs> he let, let us down. Down. I am not on the cooking train anymore. <laughs> I am no longer a chef. And he's such a good guy. He's such a cool guy that it's just like, damn, bro, we were rooting for you, man. Fuck. He let me down. But so, yeah, if if Deshaun's out there, you go get him. Yeah. Uh, I wish Breeze the best. I wish he would have went out better than he did. You know, obviously. Um, I feel like you jinxed us in the game before. You didn't have your Popeyes, so it just ruined the whole playoffs. So. I not only did I not have Popeyes for that Bears game, I didn't have power for that you Bears couldn't game. Couldn't even watch it. So. Couldn't even watch it, and we still won. Uh, but yeah, that I mean, that the was delayed effect. You put that bad engine in the atmosphere, and it what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Now I'm probably not gonna eat Popeyes until September or wherever when the season starts up again. But uh, but what do you think you should we should do about Taysom? Do you just like keep him in the gadget role, or do you honestly give him a fair shot at being the starting quarterback? Keep him in the gadget role. Yeah. <laughs> First yeah. Of all, and you sign Trey Hendrickson back. Hendrickson. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> I mean, he's a I think he's a free agent. Um, hopefully we get to bring him back. Uh, I feel like we missed him a lot in that Tampa Bay game. Absolutely, I've been a difference maker, but you know, let's not let's not dwell on that. Let's talk about It'll, some positives here. Let's yeah, big we're, we're getting to that. All right, we got a lot to get to, but we're getting to that. Uh, I'll just say, yeah, it's going to be very. I think this is, you know, this is probably the most significant off season for the Saints. Gosh, for uh, going back at least five years. So, like, 2016, let's see. Uh, I'm probably – you know what? I think you could argue that this is the most significant offseason for the Saints since uh, 2013 after we lost to the Niners in that game. And then uh, we had to – or was that 2012? No, twenty Bounty Gate was 2012. So – like that was a dramatic off season and the fallout from that was going to be, was crucial. So I would yeah. say this is probably the most significant off season for the saints since then. 
we got a lot of things going on. I, I think Breeze is waiting until after the Super Bowl to announce because I don't think he wants to steal any thunder or anything like that. So um, we'll see. Yeah, you, you can kind of see it in his face, unless you know. Yeah. Guy gave his last little glance at the scoreboard. And yeah. Waved to his fans, and you know, last time on that field, but Drew Brees did a lot for the city. Yeah, he's done a lot. I mean, he outside of that, outside of that, like snafu preseason where he said stuff about Kaepernick yeah, that, that was and that and I think it was the LSU national championship game where he like had a selfie with Trump I'm just like oh my god why are you giving them ammunition like why like well you're our guy but you're making it really hard for us Drew Brees what are you doing like, what are you doing uh like all right let's move on to the next one let's talk about your Celtics what what's going on what do you think what's your projections I mean we're about to reach the all-star break so halfway through the season, at least, what do you think? Are y'all gonna be meeting the Nets in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, or you think you're gonna be meeting someone else? What, what's your What's your take so far? Of course, I'm, I'm glad you know that we're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, I was asking. Yeah. I wasn't saying. I was asking. Oh no, no. I mean, I'm glad that you know. I, I said what I said, uh, and we'll probably be playing the Nets. I don't okay. feel, I feel like they're gonna be on the lower side of the bracket. They'll probably run into, you know, they're not going to click until late. Yeah. And they got a lot of chemistry to work out. A la Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. You know, they, they, they don't play defense. But, oh, my God. It's terrible. But, uh, so, but, I mean, they can put up points. Yeah. They, they're running to Milwaukee, and they'll probably run them out. And if the bracket falls the right way, we'll probably end up playing them in the Eastern Conference Finals. Jason Tatum is that guy, okay? I'm going to repeat for you because I don't know if you're – Tatum <laughs> is that guy. So, I mean, like I know Jaylen you're – Jalen Brown is the guy to watch. Jalen – I was about to say, Jalen Brown has really surprised me so far this season. He's really come into it, and I'm just like – Also, I've been beating the Jalen Brown band, you know, the drum for the longest. You know, he's finally – not finally, yeah. but, he, I mean, he's he's up plus seven right now yeah. as far as his scoring goes. And he's, I mean, he's, he's shining, you know. I, I know you're irrationally confident in your team. But outside of the Nets, I mean, I guess I don't know if you're. I wouldn't say you're worried about the Nets, but who you who do you have your eyes on when it comes to when you when you think about the postseason this year? Like, is it just the Nets? Do you think like everybody else besides the Nets are like child's the play? The Sixers. I was about, I was trying to lead you to the Sixers. That's that's where that question was headed. Uh, so yeah, do you? So you're worried about the? You're probably worried about the the Sixers and the Nets, not Milwaukee or anything. No, I'm worried about the Sixers. Only because we don't have an answer for Joel Embiid this year. Hey, not or, there's I mean, probably but, no team that has an answer for Joel Embiid this year. And I mean, it's and and even worse, they've added in Seth Curry. Yeah, he's an underrated guard, and I've been trying. I, I was hoping we'd some kind of way land him because he's a shooter. Like, yeah, hell, they, he shoots enough for Ben Simmons. So Ben Simmons not being able to shoot doesn't even isn't a factor right now. Because yeah. I mean. And he's like he's a curry shit. Yeah. And they got Doc, who knows the Celtics like the back of his damn hand. And the X Factor, Dwight Howard. We all know <laughs> he's the one who carried yeah, the like, Lakers to that championship. Championship, you know, they got championship <laughs> on their team. You know, the White Howard. Everywhere he go, he get a ring. Yeah. Well, I'm not worried about the Lakers. They don't have the White no more. So <laughs> the West is fine. They don't have the playoff team. Rondo anymore. They don't have playoff Rondo no more either. Yeah. We got beat by a goddamn. But anyway, yeah, 
the Sixers, man, because nobody like it, like you said, nobody really has an answer for Joel Embiid. Just been dominant this season. I mean, they, he gets every call. Dude shot twenty one free throws against us last time we played. The time before last we played twenty one, and our team shot nineteen as a team. Yeah, it's horrible. He gets he gets the calls though. He's a big guy. I mean, that's easy to watch. And you know, sometimes he can knock down a three, man. In the post, hard to guard. But you know who else hard to guard? Jason Tatum, and he's only twenty three. <laughs> he's only twenty three. Only twenty three. That's if you're playing along at home a drinking game with the Flores and Friends podcast. That's the cue <laughs> to finish a drink. Yep. <laughs> I'll just say this about my Bulls. I'm not frustrated because they're about what I expected them to be. You know, I can't remember the exact standings, but they're like I think they're tenth or eleventh seed right now. Uh, but I will say that Zach Levine is really having a great year, and well, I, I really say, hope- go ahead. Send Zach Levine us, you know. No. Joe. Might as well. Like, you I mean, build we're, gonna, around that. We're, <laughs> we're gonna send him somebody, but like, I'm really impressed by what he's doing, and I I hope he gets an All Star game invitation. If they even have an All Star game, who the fuck knows? LeBron said, "No, nah, I don't want to do this," and I think Giannis came out and said, "Yeah, he's probably right. We shouldn't be doing this." So that's that's not good. But uh, <laughs> I hope he gets invited because. He's had a really great year, and he's had a pretty pretty good career overall. And he's never had an All Star game. He's never made an All Star game, so I hope he gets that this year. So that's Hopefully. that's that. I just, uh, I just want to say for you know eight and today we can all get Bradley Beal out of Washington. Oh my God, poor Bradley Beal! <laughs> hey man, they beat the Nets. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> well, neither uh, one of them played defense, so that was a hell of a game. Play. That was a hell of an ending to a game. That was incredible. I'm so sorry I missed that one. Um, anyway, let's. Let's talk about where we're here, because uh, you and I have been talking about. I think we've been talking about doing this pod for over a year at this point, because we're both really big fans of a particular rapper, a particular rapper from the Great White North, Canada, specifically Toronto, or as we've been, as we've learned over the years, called the Six, apparently. So you and I are both really big fans of uh, Aubrey Drake Graham. I thought we were going to talk about Justin Bieber. Oh man. Completely different shit. notes. Oh my god! Oh man, my phone autocorrected to Justin Bieber. <laughs> and all shit. Uh, no, but I don't like I. I you know I'm a really big fan, especially I was a really big fan of him, especially in college. You know, you're probably my other. You're probably my only friend, only like really best friend that like really liked likes Drake as much as I do. Because I was like, he was like, I was like, we'll we'll talk about it, but take care. Who boy, that that album got so much play. In like 2011, 2012. So, uh, but yeah, we're gonna do this album by album, and we're gonna talk about including his mixtapes because he started out as a mixtape rapper. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna go through each one of his uh, mixtape and album, uh, and then we're gonna talk about what we think about him, each project, and then we'll say our favorite songs, and we'll kind of you know just shoot the shit about him, and then we'll move on. We were go- we were doing this. We were hoping that Certified Lover Boy was going to be released last month in January, but that's not the case. It got pushed back like so many things have in this pandemic. And, well, Drake said it was because of a surgery, but I don't I don't know about that, but we'll see. Yeah, how, many, uh, how many rappers, you know? Yeah. Terrence, MCL, ACL. Mm-hmm. No too many rappers out here, you know, push yeah. back an album because you know, they got crossed up playing basketball probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh God, if that we wouldn't. Hopefully, that video. If that's the case, hopefully that hopefully footage <laughs> that never leaks because oh man, the jokes the jokes would fly. Because I mean, we saw what happened to Pusha did to him. So 
That was whoa, pretty whoa, cool. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I just I did that for you, man. I did that <laughs> so for you because I know you you'd be like, wait a goddamn second. Right. Don't this, just slip that in there. This pod, yeah, this this is an appreciation pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Know? So let's get started. We're gonna do this as long or fast as however we wanna go. Let's start with like introductions here. So Co, when did you first stumble upon Drake? What what like way back, like when when what was your first interaction or experience with him? Unlike some people, you know, a lot of people only watched him on Degrassi. I was never a Degrassi person. Yeah, never. neither me. I mean, I mean, I've, I think I've seen it and I recognized him on it after the fact. But yeah, I was, I think I started listening to him. It was around the whole way freestyle jersey off the Blackberry around that time. You know, yeah. Just, you know, I mean, he had a nice flow. I mean, then when he, you know, he ended up, Signed the Young Money, which Lil Wayne at that time was popping. Oh man, yeah. Wayne, you know, Wayne was everywhere at that time. Yeah, um, and, you know, it was new artists, Lil Wayne. I'm like, oh, this guy's nice. Even like his early, not even early mixtapes, but projects. One of the songs, I mean, it was a song called "The Winner," which is still one of my favorite songs. But that was mm-hmm. kind of the song that put me on, and I don't think it was on any of his mixtapes early. It was just a a single that he dropped and mm-hmm. very early on in his career. Uh, and that, I mean, that's what pretty much got me there. I mean, after that, I mean, it's, yeah, we have a long history. You know, that's my, that's my guy. You were all on board, uh, and also you share the same birthday month, and like Drake's birthday exactly. in that October, yeah, is a big deal for him. So I can see where there's that connection as well. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, that was my name on on MySpace. October's <laughs> very own. <laughs> Way back in the day. Uh, <laughs> I was in college when I first heard it. Uh, I think it was either I was looking, I was really thinking about it last night. It was either "Best I Ever Had" or "Forever." The the track he did with Eminem, Kanye, uh, and Lil Wayne. Uh, I, I was really I was really getting into Lil Wayne. Like I think Carter Three came out '08. I want to say or no, it was '07, '08 ish. And I was really getting into Carter Three, and I was kind of really getting into Lil Wayne at the end of high school. And then I think I heard "Forever," and then I was like, "Who's this dude?" And then I heard Best I Ever Had, I think it went, and I was like, wow, this kid's really good. And then I listened to So Far Gone, and I, that's what really got me into it. And we'll like right there. 2010, we'll talk about this, Thank Me Later came out, and I was like, I'm totally in. I'm totally in on this dude. This dude's great. Because, like, you know, like, I mean, I'm, I like rap. You know I like rap, but I was never really, like – you know, I was never into the hardest shit. Like, my favorite rapper was Kanye. Kanye's a, a genius, but I would never call him a hard rapper or anything like that. He's more production and, you know, more wordplay than anything. So, like, here was a guy who was, like, you know, he's he's probably, like, a four or five years older than me. So kind of in the same age group, more or less. You know, he was talking to more on some softer stuff, I guess, lack of a better word. Like, <laughs> more navel-gazing, more, like, introspective. And... Like me and my shitty dating track record, how like I feel like I connected with Drake on like, yeah, man, that woman broke my heart. Let me rap about it for exactly. three minutes. And I'm like, man, this dude gets me. I get it, man. We 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 connect. And Early so, on, like dude, yeah. dude was over here shaking his hand and then rapping, oh, yeah. and then, uh, then he sing, and then I'm yeah. singing, and then I'm rapping, and I'm rapping. You know that was you know that was uh, trademark Drake back in the day. Oh yeah, man. He had the move where he'd be like point. <laughs> point oh, dude it was i, I loved it you got the blackberry scroll you know 
so so let's get into it um let's start with his first up his first couple mixtapes we had room for improvement which came out in 2006 and then we had comeback season which came out in 2007 you know i went back to these like obviously like i said i, I started with so far gone and then i went back to room for improvement and comeback season and you know i, I listened to him last night i really i gave him a listen and honestly like i don't really have much to say about these because I don't really have an emotional connection to it or like a personal connection to these. They're good, but they're very like proto Drake. Like they're very early Drake. Like I was saying that like I had, you know, it, it seemed like he was kind of copying, well, not copying, but kind of influenced by college dropout, late registration feel. Like it's very early. Like he was kind of bite i guess biting off of other people's kind of things to develop his own sort of thing but you know i they're good i mean they're fine but i don't i don't go back like when i go back to listen to like old old school drake i usually start it so far gone and work my way forward i don't usually go back as you should you know? yeah where what do you how do you feel about them how do you like let's start with removing with improvement or if you distinguish between the two we can lump them in together like how do you feel about these um you know what those early ones, I mean, I I listen to them, but I don't really care for them. If I'm being yeah. honest, it's very like you said, it's proto Drake early on. I mean, he did have some songs like I mean, "Room from Improvement." I I, I like "Video Girl." Yeah, uh, but it's he was bar heavy on those. And yeah, it was it was it was more focused on his actual bars, which I like. Like some of my favorite songs that he writes is more rapping, less singing. But I mean, yeah. I do have my ones that you know he's. He's very light skinned Drake, you know. And, and you brought it up. I was not gonna touch that until you it, brought it, was it up. Because like, as mean, a white guy, I feel like I'm not gonna even touch that. Light skin and Drake go hand in hand. If you look up the definition of light skin, you see a picture. Of me. <laughs> um, you know, and then if you look really closely, you probably see a picture of me, like further, further back. Um. Either way it goes, yeah. I mean, if we're talking room for improvement, Video Girl was one of my songs that I would choose i say so if you're listening to this pod you know just pay attention go ahead and, and write these down because i'm gonna give you a nice little playlist yeah so well and i'll 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 cut up some bits of the song and put them in when i feel appropriate or anthony if you have any specific songs you want me to like definitely include a, like a, a snippet of it in this definitely include a snippet of the song in this pod like tell me whichever ones you really want or I'll just decide which ones I think are appropriate. And I won't, like, it'll probably be, like, 15 or 20 seconds because I don't want to get sued. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> personally, for me, my favorite song off of Room for Improvement was very special because I really like the Stevie Wonder, Sherry Amore sample. Hey, everybody, this is Future John. Just want to say two things. One, first off, I called it Bucks One. Second off, I said very special. The actual name of the song is Extra Special. And let's give it a listen real quick. I hate waking up and dress with a dame and guessing a name. I hope this shit is destined to change. It's like special. Oh girl, don't leave me, baby. Find another just like you won't be easy, baby. So at least I know what it one's at. Baby, just promise me if you go that you come back. Cause you special. But like honestly, I was like, that was the only one that like stands out. Like I have a Drake playlist on my phone that I listen to every now and then. And I think, yeah, Sherry and Moore. I'm sorry, very special is probably the only one. And I really prefer comeback season over room for improvement. Like I like, you know, we got very like I I think bit this is the name of the title. I swear to God, I'm not saying this. Bitch is crazy is my favorite <laughs> song of a comeback season. And you know You know who I, you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Like I like I felt like in comeback season there's obviously there's obvious growth. And I think there's better collaboration. I think he has more features 
in comeback season than he did in Room for Improvement. And, like, Bitch is Crazy features some very early singing Drake. And I kind of, you know, I, I like both sides of Drake, but I kind of lean more towards that side. And I like Replacement Girl, definitely Replacement Girl and Man of the Year. Do you have any favorites from comeback season? Yes, I did. Uh, Replacement Girl was one of mine. With the moment do she get picked up? Some take out till they slip up and then they break out. But it's another story over here Drake has because I'm dripped up and I'm draped out and I'm leaned back, scoping, looking for a woman that I should wait. Sounds very Bow Wowish to me, though. Yeah, like, like around that time, it, it kind of sounds like that's a Bow Wow song. But. Well, I mean, they were kind of, there was kind of a part of a larger sound. I don't know if it was just Bow Wow, but I get what you're saying. But I feel like that was like a more common, uh, it was a larger macro sound. Uh, I feel like that was opinion. one of his more more popular songs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I was, again, this time I'm bar, bar heavy Drake. I'm a fan of Barry Bonds on that album. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. Oh, that one was a good song. I mean, but again, what a segue. Like, where to start, you know, your discography with Room for Improvement as your first title. And obviously, yeah. you made some improvement. I mean, Yeah, definitely. You could say comeback season was better than Room for Improvement. But, I mean, I think that's when he started to develop his sound. Now, So Far Gone. Boy. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to So Far Gone. It was originally a mixtape that he just released on the internet. And I think it's... I think it was last was it a couple years ago where they actually released it had like an official release like with all the samples cleared and all that stuff but then it was reissued like the mixtape came out in 2009 and then the reissued ep came out which was like five or six songs and it was like a scaled down version that he released later in 2009 i think i listened to that ep first and then i went back to the mixtape and i was like oh no this is legit you so let's listen talk- to the the mixtape no, I listened to the EP first because I think I heard, I think I got that first, and then I listened to the mixtape. I did it ass backwards. I know I'm lame. So, what do you? How do you feel about so far gone? I kind of talked about it a little bit. So, what, since you were on that note, what, what do you think about it? The guy said it himself. He he dropped the mixtape, turned it <laughs> to an album. Yeah, and had a countrywide tour off of a mixtape. <laughs> hits on hits. Favorite song in there, Say What's Real, though. Before they told me to do me, and don't listen to anybody that knew me. Because to have known me would mean that there's a new me. And if you think I changed in the slightest, could have fooled me. But into my city, I'm the 2-3. Drug dealers live vicariously through me. And I mean, as a Kanye yeah. fan, I know you you probably like, what, what was that? What was the name of that song that he used the Kanye sample for? Oh, it was, uh, yeah, Say What's Real. is uh, Say What's Real. Yeah, it was uh, Say It's Real. Yeah, Say It's Real is off of 808s and Heartbreak. And yeah, well, we got to talk about 808s and Heartbreak because, like, you can talk about, you could argue that, like, Drake heard 808s and Heartbreak and kind of, like, was like, that's the, that's, that's the road I want to go down. That's the avenue I want to start to follow as far as, like, style of music and stuff like that. But anyway. Oh, but man, this was, that was hard because, oh, God, this, this one had a lot of, a lot of good songs. Yeah. It, it got, stressful right at this point <laughs> trying to figure out what's on but i mean say what's real was one of my my favorites just because i mean bar heavy i liked it i mean but you can argue there's several songs on that mixtape that's just hits successful i mean spin on that one november 18th spin yeah. on that you know this is going to be controversial this is going to start this is my first entry in the controversial drake opinions uh i really love successful I really love Best I Ever Had. 
on the mixtape, I think he had Fear. I think that was on I think that was on the mixtape and not or it was on the EP, not the mixtape. Love Fear. Love how mellow most of these songs are. And I was gonna say that like this is when Forty, Noah Forty, she I hope I said his last name, Shlieb or whatever his name is. Forty basically. That's when Forty started to come into more of the production heavy side. Like I read up a little about it. He was more on the mixing and kind of the technical, but this is where he had more influence on the creative side of it in a very general sense. And you can hear it because it is a more mellow, more like chill vibe to his to his music. Honestly, I'm glad you're sitting down for this. My favorite song off of uh, so far gone is congratulations. My reality is brighter than your dreams all. I got your dream girl riding in your dream car. Yeah, and the visual is stunning. I hope they document what I'm becoming. Congratulations. Oh man, look at the face. Look at the Why? face again. Right. Okay, Out so, of all of these songs. <laughs> I know, I know, but like again, I really love when an artist does something really cool with a sample, and the song samples Viva La Vida by Coldplay. And, like, I was a really big fan of that album by Coldplay and that song. And I really liked that they used that sample. And I really dig it. Like, is it the best song on the album? No. But it's the one I go (laughs) back to probably the most. It's, like, Best I Ever Had is probably, like... That's the song that put you on. But I really love Congratulations. I I just do. Like, I just love that song. But, you know, successful with Trey songs. Like, it's... I'm going in with Lil Wayne. I love, love, love those songs, but like, I, I, I go back to that one. What can I say? Even ignorant shit, you know. I, I know, I, dude. Get break, buckle up, man. You know I have some trash ass drinks. Used to let it. Used to let. Yeah. Uh, I don't actually not a big fan. Just of know that I'm gonna judge you based on these answers, and I'm pretty oh, sure we've had this conversation several times. But I know what I'm walking. Was, into. I knew it, what I was getting into with you on it's this. Documented podcast. now. Uh, did you have anything else to say about So Far Gone? Or are you ready to move on to his first full album? Great mixtape. Let's go. We got a long, long time. Yeah, we got a long way to go. <laughs> I feel like Take Care is going to take like over 30 minutes, but we'll, exactly. we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> so Far Gone, great entry, great like really busting out on the scene. And le- that led to So Far Gone came out in 2009. And then Thank Me Later's first full album came out in uh, 2010. I was 20 years old. I was in the middle of college. It was a great time for to be a Drake fan at the time. It's really, it's really like it was mixed at the time, and I, I don't think Drake really thinks it was a great first album. But like, what do you think about it, Kuh? Uh, I appreciate it so far going more. Yeah, uh, obviously. I mean, it was it was a good album. You know, it it started off great. I mean, you can't go wrong with Alicia Keys on your on. on oh song. yeah, Fireworks. Yeah, Fireworks was a great song. It started off great. Uh, but it, it went a little everywhere for me. Yeah. But again, I mean, he don't he don't really miss. Like, even if I say it's a bad song, it's probably still a good song. So yeah. But from this one, I mean, I like the resistance. It's probably one of my favorite songs on there. I had that one too. Yeah. So I mean, you can't go wrong with that one. But there's also some other hits on here that I still I still listen to today. Uh, one song that you actually got me to go back and listen to with Francis in the summer. Uh, Francis, the, yeah, Francis in the lights, yeah. Francis in the lights, Francis in the summer, one of those. Yeah. But karaoke, which was, you know. Really it, soft I, Drake. I, yeah, really soft, really soft Drake. Really soft Drake. If there's anything I should know. If 
a few years ago. So I was like, oh man, now I love this song even more. But it's not my favorite. I love karaoke. I'm probably one of the few people on planet Earth that loved karaoke because a lot of people <laughs> hate his soft shit. And that's probably the softest shit Drake has ever put out. But um, I love Resistance. I love Find Your Love. I thought that was a really good song. And Over, Over was, I think Over was like the debut single from Thank Me Later if my memory recalls. And a great song, really got a lot of good energy into it. Honestly, though, my favorite off of that is Miss Me with uh, Lil Wayne. I'm just a rapper and soon she'll have met another. That's why me and Lil Jazz about to spaz. Can you keep up? I'm just feeling sorry for whoever got to sweep up. Yeah, bills everywhere, trill everything. And Drake just stand for do right and kill everything. It's a jam. It came out right when Lil Wayne was going to prison for a little while. And I think that it has a good mix of just like high energy, really like, really aggressive drake but also kind of some soft drake where he's singing on it so i really think really looking back i was gonna put karaoke uh to be like to keep the trend going of bad drake takes but uh <laughs> but i was like no miss me is a better song i like miss me more than i like karaoke so i should be documenting these oh I, I, have those, I, I could i could send you the list i have a spreadsheet of uh, all my notes <laughs> and all that stuff honestly though i we talked about this uh my least favorite song i mean some people like it fancy oh i was just like this is just oh this is just trash yeah, yeah. i don't like fancy yeah uh, yeah yeah i don't i don't care for that i don't care for the sample it was yeah. it was all right song i probably yeah. would skip it yeah. yeah if i'm listening to this track it's definitely probably one that i would skip yeah so the next one's the biggie but let's just wrap up thank me later real quick do you have anything else to say it's it's really good i mean i look at it I enjoy it more from a nostalgia because it takes me back to being 20 years old and like being in college. I was like, that was the that was the music I was listening to at the time. But like, it's not like you said, it's not great. It's a good, it's good, it's good, it's fine. But then the next one was the one where it, we were like, yeah, yeah. See, the next one is the one I was expecting after so far gone. Okay. Like after so far gone, you said the you know, you set the bar high for yourself and then you dropped. Yeah. Drop this. Ladder, it was more of a lateral move than necessarily. In a yeah, sense. you didn't really, you you didn't go up. You just it was like okay, more music. Yeah, they cut. But then, like you said, the next one take care. So when I feel like Drake, he hit this on everything that he this wanted. Is where to be. He, this is he where Drake himself, arrived. You know. Yeah. Well, then let's let's quit beating around the bush and let's move on and take <laughs> take care. I love this album. Like I like we've sprinkled like we've talked about so far in the pod like. Take Care is just a great, it's just so good. Like, I just, like, I, like, I would, I would listen to it. Like, first off, let's talk about the track listing. Like, it's got, it's, it doesn't have really any bad, bad songs. Like, it's, like, I, like, from opening jump with, uh, I always say her name wrong, Chantel, uh, hold on, let me get the name. I didn't write the name. Chris, oh man, I'm gonna butcher this. I'm so sorry. 
uh, Chantal Kravuziak, <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. I don't. My apologies to the the singer, uh, but you know, it's got like I was looking at the track listing, and I was like, from track one to nine. No, I would say track one to seven. I don't like underground. Oh, I do like underground kings. So track one through eight, like, will be fine. I don't like. Make me proud. I don't like. But like, just in that little dip in the middle there. The rest of it is pretty great. Like it's it's such a solid album. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I mean, you've already made your thoughts known a little bit, but care to elaborate? Through and through. Yeah. No track skip. Great album from start to finish. Uh, I, I would say I that. Yeah. Have okay. Anything less. First, he come on with a banger. <laughs> yeah. You know, then another one. My favorite song off there is a shot for me. This is one I know you hated when you heard it, and it's worse because you know that I deserve it. Take a shot for me. Take a shot for me. Close, close second is over my dead body. I really can't pick because all of you can't go wrong with any of these songs. The yeah, real her with Andre 3000. Yeah. Great song. Doing it wrong. One of my favorites as well. Stevie, I can literally listen to this album any day from start to finish. Yeah, it, and, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I keep. I'm saying. I feel like it hit for a lot of people at the right time. In 2011. Yeah. Our age group. You know, you're in a dating scene for yeah. sure. You can relate to this. Marvin's room. Oh, said. dude. <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit how much I relate to Marvin's room. <laughs> Uh, I was like nine years old, and you probably still sit there and be like, you know, you can I, well, really... I don't, <laughs> I don't drink anymore, well, so that doesn't, this doesn't happen anymore. But I definitely, when I did <laughs> drink, definitely did some shady, embarrassing shit like that kind of stuff back in the day. Yeah, uh, you don't, you don't want to drink and Drake. I mean, it's <laughs> bad. Drink and Drake, bad place. You don't drink. That and should drink. be a T-shirt. Don't friends don't let friends drink and Drake. Uh, <laughs> but. I would say I wanted to add, like, it does have bangers, and it flows so well. Like, I, I don't think that, like, even the songs I don't like, I feel like they, they we, there is a flow, at least. Uh, I think that, you know, Will Be Fine, Make Me Proud, uh, and my least favorite song in there, Hell Yeah, Fucking Right. Like, those three songs, I'm just like, eh, those are, eh. But everything else is pure, really? amazing. Like, I got the bonus, I remember I got the bonus tracks version. So it was 20 songs, and it's like like three or four out of 20 songs are bad. Like that's a great that's a great percentage of great music. Like it's just my personal favorite is the real her. Why is this so And if I recall, the single version of that didn't include Andre 3000. The album version did. And I was like, oh, shit. You just gave me some Andre 3000. Okay, <laughs> cool. I'll take it. I love the real her. Like, Great oh, song. You know, I can't. Yeah. You can't. Like I said, you can't go wrong. You can pick any song on here. Now, to say that Hell Yeah, yeah was, was your least favorite song, I'm, a, I'm, I'm judging. I live for a Drake and Wayne collab. Yeah. Like, I mean, they they don't miss anyway. Like that's one that's one of the groups that, well, their little duo was one of the things that also put me on Drake. You know, yeah, a whole 
back and forth that they had on a couple of mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I mean, I'm looking at the track list right now. I mean, I might, I'll listen to the ride, but if I would skip, which I don't skip any of them, it would probably be the ride. That's at the end of the thing. Okay. Um, I I think the two runner ups, the tied runner ups for me, are uh, doing it wrong because I love I love the Stevie Wonder harmonica solo in that song, and I actually love also love the song that he basically sampled or in, interpolated. Uh, it's a song by Don McLean, I believe. Uh, the wrong thing to do. It's a great. That's also a great song, and he did it justice. I love the Stevie Wonder harmonica. Uh, contribution that's all and yeah it's just so mellow and if you're like back in the day when i did drink if you're just like having a drink and you're just like decompressing and just like like the way you feel like the weight of the world's on your shoulders like this is a great album just vibe too and my the other one is take care with rihanna i love take the actual song take care with rihanna it's such a great i think it's probably their best collaboration they've done a few songs together i don't think it's got any better than that one Mm -hmm. um i mean it damn name of the album but yeah great great song you got both sides of drake you got a little rap you got a little sing you got a little yeah. bit of everything it just again another great song don't miss you it's 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 probably i think we'll talk about it later but like it's in the running for his best album even though it came out like almost like, like 10 nine or 10 years ago yeah like it's it's insane to think about like yeah like you got your your un, you got your underground kings you got headlines two really good rap like real rap songs and I honestly also like hate sleeping alone like he ends it with that track at the end I really dig that like it's it's just a great album it's one of my favorite albums of all time like seriously like top probably top ten or top fifteen yeah, favorite no, albums add a disclaimer there you don't this. Don't drink and drink. This is do this not listen to Marvin's for. <laughs> this ain't the album for it. You you listen to this, you know when you, you everything you're in good spirits and a good place, you know. <laughs> but but you but I could argue that if you're feeling down and you just want to like listen to some music that really like makes you feel like like shares in your sadness. <laughs> like, this is up I'm there. Not, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. Drake gets it. Uh, <laughs> Well, I was gonna say one thing. I was gonna say one more thing. Uh, oh, I was gonna say Marvin's room. What's funny about Marvin's room? Like you know the hook of Marvin's room. Like you can't say that on the radio. And they played it on the radio, and it was this like f that and it's just like what? What are we doing? Why do we have like this is a good song, but why are we neutering it? You need to hear what he's saying to really appreciate the emotion he's feeling and just the like 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 unabashedly shady shit that he's doing like you got, like i just don't think you can listen to it in like the censored version like it just loses its its punch i guess uh, you, you yeah you, you need the full e- experience with this okay this yeah. is when i realized that i was light-skinned you know <laughs> before like before you know i, I was you know i'm uh, sure I, I wasn't really <laughs> self-aware i didn't know you know but then this album came out like so it has a, a nice place in my heart because it, it showed me my identity, you know? Yeah. I think I think we've I think there's not much else to say about that album. We'll talk about <laughs> it at the end. Like I mean, we could have done a pod just on this one album, like just going track by track, just talking about it. And I mean, it it's such a great one. It's a classic. It really is like an early 
like late 2000s, early 2010s, just classic. It just, it's aged so well. Like when I was re-listening to, I was going through most of his albums and I was just listening to it. This was the one I was like, okay, when I'm done this pod, I'm going to listen to this album again later on, either tomorrow or next week. Cause it's just, it's just so good. Like, like, I don't think it's for everybody. Like, I don't think you got to like what Drake does to really appreciate it. So, but if you're, so if you're not a Drake fan, you're probably gonna be like, eh, it's all right. But as two fans, I think we really appreciate it as the years go by. Yeah, I can agree with that. Agree okay. With that. Are you ready to move on to the next album? Well, nothing was the same. Yeah, NWTS. Uh, I, I, I misremembered. I thought there was a larger gap in between Take Care and Nothing Was the Same, but it only came out a year later, or like two, like a year and a half later or something like that. And yeah. I, yeah, I was like, I, th- I, w- I thought that there was a bigger gulf there, but I was misremembering. How do you feel about Nothing Was the Same? Do you think it was a, an adequate uh, follow-up, or do you think he took a dip, or however you feel? Uh, I, feel like it was, I feel like it was an adequate follow-up. I mean, Nothing Was the Same... One of my second favorite albums of um, you know, yeah. again, can't he he don't miss. So it was nothing that you could say about him, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great album. This okay, segue back into my life here. <laughs> this is when I started taking the light skin pose with my face in the cloud, you know, because of this <laughs> because of this album. And uh, it's just it's one of those things that's gonna forever resonate with me and in a beach. I always take a picture, just you know, you never look away. I learned how to take pictures because of this. Don't look yeah. at the camera directly, John. Pro tip: write that down. You don't. You don't have a pen. Write it. Write it down. I'll, I'll never, put it in my phone. <laughs> never look at the camera. Always look away. Yeah. Uh, what? Where, where's my Drake notes? There it is. <laughs> never oh, look at the camera. Too? No, I don't. But I was, oh, but took notes from the pod, and I was <laughs> like, uh, never look. Into camera. Look into camera. There we go. <laughs> there you exclamation go. point! Exclamation point! I, I I really enjoy this album as well. I don't. I think it was a difficult follow up. Like it's really hard to follow up. I have to take care. And I think he largely succeeded. I would agree with you. I don't think it's a a smashing like wow he took it up another notch. I was like okay he's staying pretty consistent. This is this is yes. good. I, I can dig this. I can dig this. I got to give a funny story about nothing was the same because Ben and Morgan. Like, they would not let me forget this ever. I loved, this is my favorite song of the album. I love Hold On, We're Going Home so much. <laughs> ben and Morgan and I were living together at the time. And they called out my shower song. They're like, oh, that's John's shower song. Because, like, they hear me in the shower playing it all the time. And I love that song so much. Majid Jordan, great, great collaboration there. It's so, I, it's it's perfect to me, man. It's not the greatest song ever. And people probably hate that song. I can think of people in my life that I know who don't necessarily like Drake singing. Like, I love, uh, you know, I, yeah, I love Hold On, We're Going Home. That was because it was the song of the summer, you know? Oh, it was. It definitely was, yeah. And it, it got played so much on the radio. If you listen to the radio, people hated it because... Yeah. Oh, you heard. I mean, I can agree though. I, Straight through, I was my yeah. favorite song from the album was a song that I slept on. 
you know, I mean, everybody like worst behavior. We get it. The language was one of, you know, a good song that I like to pound yeah. cake. It's more music. It's probably my, my runner up. Yeah. All meet the big, you know, big Sean. That was a good one. But most slept on song on this album, and this is what I'm going to be showing my light skin, was Own It. Guess who's it is? It's Sean. Next time we fuck, I don't want to fuck, I want to make love. Next time we talk, I don't want to just talk, I want to trust. Next time I stand tall, I want to be standing for you. Next time I spend, I want it all to be for you. Oh, and yes. I did not. I, did, I wasn't a fan of it because I felt like everybody, like, I, I think at the time there was a lot of, like, memes going around about the song. And I was like, you know, whatever. Skipped over yeah. the song. I don't have time for it. Then, recently, started listening to it. My girlfriend was a bigger Drake fan than me. Which is Boggles my mind. I didn't think there could be a freak <laughs> fan of you, but it, all right. It, it, it exists, apparently. But uh, she will play this song, and I'm like, damn, I really, I really slept on that song. It's a great song. It is know? a great song. Great beat, great instrumental. Great song. That's, I mean, it's, that, yeah, that's it. I, I wrote down, I love, I really love Own It for all its auto-tune glory. Like, it is a really heavy auto-tune song, and it's just so, it's so... Like obviously, auto tune gets abused. It was abused back in 2013 when Drake dropped this, and it's only been a, more abused now. You know but, who abused it? Who? Kanye. Oh well, uh, yeah, uh, that's a conversation uh, yeah. for another day. I will defend Kanye. Up until very recently, I would have fought anybody with Kanye music to, like he, opinions. Auto tune that to death, and then. But it's, well, but we're not gonna get into this. All right, all right. We're not gonna get into this. We're gonna get detracted. We don't. We got a lot more to go. But I also love from time too much. Really introduced me to Sampa, and I, I like Pound Cake because obviously I like Jay Z, but also like it. It samples uh, an Ellie Goulding song that I really, I really am a big Ellie Goulding fan, and it samples one of her songs. And I was like listening to. The, I remember listening to that song and been like, wait a minute. I was like, I was like. That's Ellie Goulding. What the fuck? I was like, oh shit. I can't believe he like one like when your two favorite artists, like maybe inadvertently or unintentionally, but like collaborate, you're just like, hey, check that out. Like that's awesome. So yeah, I I love it. Uh honestly, my least favorite song, because it was played so much on the radio, start from the bottom. Hate that song. I'm like, God, if I could never hear that song ever again. What is a good song, man? I mean <laughs> Yes. I just I'm like, oh, I well, we can all agree he ain't start from the bottom. Oh yeah, <laughs> started I mean, from somewhere, but it was. <laughs> he started from the middle and then worked <laughs> yeah. his way up. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but it's a great album, great cover art too. Like I think a lot of them really starting with "Take Care" and onwards. Like his album, like I think he really puts an extra effort into his album cover art. And right, like the thing, the first one was you know, kid him. Yeah, off in the distance. The yeah. Lux the the Lux version was adult him looking back yeah. at like like it was looking at the kid him. You know? yeah. It was like where I started, where I am, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I can I can see that. I like the cover art as well. And like it's said, a picture in a clouds thing. <laughs> Not looking at the camera. Uh, <laughs> so we're we're moving along. This one was a mixtape. He I think he just randomly dropped this if our memory recalls. Came out in 2015, and obviously there's some history behind it because he wa- he wanted to get out of his deal with Young Money because. There was a whole bunch of shenanigans going on with Cash Money and Birdman and Lil Wayne. It was it's it's a thing. We don't have the time to get into it necessarily, uh, but it 
uh, he he had like a contract a contractual thing where he had to release like so many albums with them before they let him go or however it worked. But so that's where the title comes from. If you're reading this, it's too late. Like, and obviously it's probably directed passively aggressively at some girl because it's Drake, like some girl we don't know. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think it just randomly came out, and I remember like oh, purchase buying this right now. Gonna listen to it all night. So how do you feel about it? Do you do you think it's? I mean, he's got I think. I think More Life is a technically a mixtape or playlist, whatever. And I think, yeah, it's this. If you're reading this, it's too late. So Far Gone, Comeback Season, and Room for Improvement. Those are his mixtapes. Would you say – I mean, I guess So Far Gone is his best mixtape. How do you feel about it, Kyle? I mean, So Far Gone is his best mixtape. But this one was a great mixtape. Heavily stuff. It is. It's yes. a bunch of great songs on it, you know. Funny videos came from it, but from start to finish, I mean, obviously there's some songs in here that I would skip. You know, this yeah. is when he started experimenting, <laughs> experimenting with different sounds and stuff. But yeah, one song I slept on was "Company." It's a great song. Good song, really good song. A good song, yeah. Star Six Seven, great instrumental. The okay. second half of Star Six Seven. Okay, sure, sure. Kind of sure, sounds sure. like. I think we had we had this talk like the whole kind of galaxy kind of sound kind of sounds like that TV show that I can't think Stranger Things. Oh, okay, yeah, like pretty sure they played that they played that instrument on Stranger Things. Yeah, find that episode. (laughs) I will show you. But Star Six Seven, it's a great song from there, and uh, you know, Know Yourself is probably my favorite. Uh, I also, I really like Jungle, which I think is a song dedicated to Rihanna. I don't think that's ever been confirmed, but I think everybody assumes it is. It is a, yeah, it's, it's a good song. I like You in the Six. It's fine. Uh, Madonna. And I really like Energy. I really like Energy. I would li- I'd like to say that Wednesday Night Interlude is going to sound so lame. I think that's <laughs> probably my favorite song off the album, but it's sung by Party Next Door exclusively, so I don't really think you can count it as a Drake song. I think it's like he wrote that song and was like, hey, can we put this on your album? And he was like, sure, whatever. So my favorite, continuing with the terrible Drake takes, Now and Forever. I'm gone, had to knock down the wall. Yeah, I swear to God that I'm gone. I'm leaving. I'm leaving, no looking back when I'm gone, no looking back when I'm gone, no more, no more, no more, no more. I think that's the best song. Oh, God, he just rolled his eyes at me. I uh, mean, it's, it's all right, John, you know. I just love, like, so I don't know if you're familiar with, like, dream pop, right? Like, it's a pop, it's a subgenre of pop music where it's, like, it's not synth or anything like that, but it's got this ethereal, very mellow sound to it. And, like, I think this is the first thing I can think of when I think of dream rap, I guess, if you wanted to make some analogous <laughs> comparison there. So, like, it's very, like, the sample is really good, and it's got this, like, just dreamlike atmosphere sound to it. And he's got a rap, and it's, like, it's a really good song about just, like, leaving and I'm gone for good and all that shit. And I love Now and Forever. That's my definitely my favorite song off this mixtape. 
not counting Wednesday night interlude. Wednesday night interlude is the definitely the like, cause I'm lonely. And it's just like, <laughs> man, I've been there, bro. I've been there. It's definitely a heartbreak song. Straight to that. Uh, what is the most hated song on this album? It's probably Jungle. I don't know why you like Jungle. Uh, that's uh, Preach is a good song too, though. Yeah, Preach is good. I really, I, I did Preach. I like Jungle. I think I really like the sample in Jungle more than anything. Uh, I think that's the uh, rock me real slowly, just like the, yeah. It's I can't remember the artist's name on top of my hand, but I also really dig the song that he sampled as well. So that's probably more influential. I really love sampling. I really do. I really think it's. I, I can tell. I yeah, mean, probably why you're a Kanye fan. Though. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> See, that's where I was like, this dude gets me. Like this, this dude understands what I like. He's playing my. He's he's right right in my. Uh, He's right in my end zone, man. He's got it. And so, uh, yeah, I really dig it when... Uh, well, I like a lot of electronic music and dance music, and that has a lot of, you know, synth and sampling involved in it. So that's kind of like... I like rap that kind of caters to that uh, or kind of dabbles in that uh, genre. So... Okay. I get it. Okay. Again, Are you ready? No, it was yeah, a surprise, go- surprise mixtape at the yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. I wasn't expecting it, but I wasn't mad at it either. It was more drake music yeah yeah definitely we don't have to dwell on this one that long same year he released what a time to be alive with future uh gotta be admit i'm not the biggest future fan i like some future music but i don't think i've listened to any one of his albums from end to end so i I like him he's got some really he's got some fun music i'll give him that but i don't think i would not call myself a future fan uh did you you're not part of the future huh no i'm not unfortunately toxic tribe uh, not really outside of what what a time to be alive. I've not really do- dove into futures catalog. So, what do you think about this? Do you did you think this was a successful collaboration? First off, they they had they had some good songs. I definitely like them. Uh, you know, collaborating a lot of the songs that they collaborate on is good. Don't like a whole collaboration album though. Okay, it was, yeah. it was overwhelming. Like you know. I mean, it's great to have a couple, you know, songs on an album with them because I mean, they they complement each other well. Yeah. But that that entire album, it was like the same sound. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I get you. It was that uh, same one too. I I do love, like I mean, we joked about it. Big rings, and the uh, big team. Yeah, diamonds dancing. And diamonds dancing was, was my favorite. Diamond, 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 saw me dancing. Diamond, 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 saw me dancing. And you know what I need from you when I get home. You better not be. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally get that. But I'm, I'm more of the basic kind of guy. I like Jumpman. I think Jumpman is like one of my favorite drinks. Jumpman, 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 them boys are something. I just love it. It's such a good song. Like I really I really hate it. I think Taylor Swift did an ad for Apple where she's like on a treadmill and she's listening to Jumpman. I'm like, oh God, why? Oh, sure I like that you. song. I was just like, ah, oh, I like Jumpman. Why are we doing this to Jumpman? But it's what it, it is what it is. Yeah, like I said, we don't have to dwell on that one that long because, again, he's kind of – it's a collaboration, so it's not, it's not really 
you know, it, and I, I agree with you. It, it, it works in small doses, like maybe like an EP of like three or four songs. We didn't need like a full, like lengthy album length mixtape um, from it. So yeah, no, but it's fun. It was much, you know, but it was, yeah, it was fun, but it was it was all much. Okay, let's move on to the next big one. I literally wrote best album since Take Care? Question mark. Like I was thinking that when I was listening to it again. Views came out in 2016. You, you uh, think Views is better than Nothing Was the Same? I think it's comparable. I think they're they're close. Like I think that, I mean, we haven't even gotten to the last two. So I feel uh, like all right. I'm gonna try to guess your favorite. Oh, song you know this. Here. I've talked. I've told you what my favorite song off of Views is. Again, I'm probably the only person in the world that loves this song. No, well, no, I don't know. I know we talked about keep the family close. Yeah, great song. We both agree that this is great drums in that song. Yes. What is your favorite song on here? I can tell you it's is a it collaboration. Yeah, it's with you. <laughs> I love with you. With You is definitely on the short list of my favorite Drake songs, even though it's more like a Party Next Door song. But yes, it's a Drake song, technically. You don't even know. I love that fucking song so much. Ter- yes, I know. Uh, Terrible Drake takes. That's just, that's that's the energy I'm going with on this one. You're not, you're not one of the first friends to tell me that uh, that loves with you for some reason. And you know, that's... A cupcake song, but I get it. You know, it's very it's cool. Keep the family close. Second, second favorite song on here. Okay, love the instrumental production. This place song really fun. Special place in my heart. Western Road Flow is one of my favorite songs on here. I have that on my list as well. Western Road Flows, and and it's mostly because of the second part. my well, my girlfriend when I first met him, we had a whole Drake conversation. She was like, "You're not a Drake fan." All right, well, saying the last part of Western Road flows, word for word, rattled it out. But honestly, I never knew people were really listening to Western Road flows like that. No, I, I literally rewinded Western Road flows when I first heard it to mm-hmm. that part several times, and just just to learn that last little little tidbit. Mm-hmm. I'll include I'll include the bit you're talking about in the pod. I'll I'll include a snippet of it so people have an underst- an idea of what we're talking about. Western road flows, my confidence level getting settled. Don't get hyped for the moment that start to backpedal. Don't let your newfound fame fool you. Cloud up your judgment to talk loosely. I really do this. Been flowing stupid since Vince Carter was on some through the legs arm in a hoop shit. Drinking hypnotic with Glenn Lewis. I've been through he on some Vince Carter through the leg arm in a hoop shit. <laughs> wow. It's good. I like I like West. I have Western Road Flows on my list. Uh, what's so? What's your favorite? Is that your favorite then? Oh yeah, that's definitely my favorite song on that one. Yeah. I thought I thought I would have thought Feel No Ways was yours. I for some reason I, I thought Feel Your Ways. I was like Feel No Ways. Uh, one of my best friends. That's that was his favorite song on that. Uh, yeah, which is hilarious. But no, I like Feel No Ways. I like I like Nine. I like mm. Grammys. Actually, this is a very good. You know, it does give nothing was the same run for his money. That's what I'm saying. I still don't know if I would say. I don't know. I wouldn't say the best is take care. I said I, I put a question mark on it, so I was like, uh, it's in the conversation. But so I really, my second favorite up, another cupcake song, Redemption. Fucking love Redemption. That's a great song. Redemption on your mind. When you, you think about oh, dude, I love that song. 
Uh, also love, you know, I didn't like it at the time because it got played so much. Hotline Bling got played all the time. But, you know, a few years removed, like listening to it last night, I was like, okay, yeah, Hotline Bling is actually a fun song. <laughs> yeah. It's every dad's favorite song. <laughs> Doing those hip moves, you know. We can all agree he's a great rapper slash singer, not yeah. a great dancer. <laughs> I loved uh, Faithful and Control as well. Uh, the other really standout song from uh, Views is One Dance. One Dance is a banger, dude. I fucking love One Dance. I don't love it more than With You or Redemption, but One Dance is a fun fucking song. Control is a banger. Now, I'll Control is greater than One Dance. Okay. I mean, I could, I could see it. I just, again, I have terrible Drake takes. So, like, I, I, I kind of like all the music that people hate of his. I'm like, Actually, I kind of love that song. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, you, uh, you stand on that mountain by yourself. You know, uh, hey man, I'm on my island in my own world. What can I say? Uh, <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to say about views, or are you ready to move on? Views is great. You know, yeah. Well, That's, and it was, well, it was, you know, for what it was. Yeah. Okay. Next up is. I think he called it a playlist, but it's basically a mixtape. More Life. And More Life, we've talked about, I know we've talked about this, has my favorite Drake song of all time on it. Came out in 2017. How do you feel about it? Like, I oh. think, like we got views, More Life, and the next one in a three-year span. I'm just like, man, he was working off a clip. He the was just Drake like. He was on, you know, so this this drop he had a run. was working on me, man. Yeah. We're going to get into that later, but I didn't like a lot of the songs on here. Caribbean oh. Drake. Caribbean Drake just yeah yeah he, he was heavy with it on this one like, yeah I mean yeah Blim yeah and he also had some the the drill rhythm songs yeah. like yeah it was just it was a bunch of passion fruit you know uh, but don't, don't you did. dare don't you dare <laughs> talk down passion fruit I will fight you over that one another yeah it's just all Drake song huh uh, uh, um yeah Gala Chester favorite song yes. of the day. Never watched, but I'm not new. I know I said top five, but I'm top two, and I'm not two, and I got one. Thought you had one, but it's not one, nigga. Nah. Hermes Link, Ice Blue Mink. Tat on my ribs, like I do not know what permanent is. I forgot I, that that was one I listened to last night. I was like, oh yeah, this is actually a good song. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I listened to it too because I was in preparation for this, and I'm like, I'm listening to it. And my subwoof is just, you know, aggravating my neighbor's nerves, I'm sure. For real. But great, great beat, great song, man. I'm, I forgot how much I actually like that song until I listened to it. I did make a note. I don't like, he's really biting off of Caribbean Islander rapping and British rapping in this one a lot. I was mm -hmm. like, I don't like this. It feels like he's doing an impersonation or like a parody. And I'm like, dude, this is not, don't, what are we doing here? You don't do this. This is, this is not good. So I, I just wanted to echo that sentiment that you had. Like, I totally feel the same way about that. Yeah, it was heavy on that. Like, you know, but again, you know, he, he's at a point where he can pretty much do anything. Like, there's yeah, two, just, two yeah. artists in this world that just go, I put anything and then fans will go listen to it. And it's him yeah. and Beyonce right now. Yeah. Beyonce can go piss on a stick and they'll, they'll say that was the greatest sound in the, in the past year. Piss on a stick. <laughs> Hey man, we don't need the we don't need the beehive coming after us. All right, the beehive or whatever yeah, it's called. Don't, we don't need that. Sorry. We don't need those problems. You mentioned it, hands down. Favorite Drake song of all time is "Passion Fruit." Just doing that to get even. Don't pick up the pieces. Just leave it for now. They keep falling apart. 
watching it from miles away Passive with the things you say Passing up on my old ways I can't blame you, no I think Passion Fruit is perfection I love Passion Fruit I think there's a video on YouTube I think Genius did it Like a breaking down like production of a certain song Can't remember the producer's name But there's a video on YouTube I'll put it in the show links The show notes That breaks down the production The like genesis of Passion Fruit I've, I've watched it like five times Because I love Passion Fruit It's just got this really great dance hall vibe And you know me, I like to dance, man. So, like, it's just got such this wonderful, dare I say, beautiful energy to it. Without a doubt, my favorite Drake song. Even though it's not really, like, he didn't have a lot to do with it. But, like, I love that song so much, dude. It's, what can I say? Yeah. Tell me, you know what you need to do? Next time you're on the beach, put in your AirPods. (laughs) Sit by the water on on your chair and listen to 4422. Oh, great song. Great fucking song. song. It just, it just, it calms you down. It's so calming. Yeah. Another song that I slept on, too. You really know, 4422 is a great one. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, next time you're on the beach, 4422. It's not even Drake singing this, <laughs> but yeah. it, it's a great song. I, I did want to give a special shout out to Glow because, I mean, I like Kanye, so like, that I still love that song because I think it's a great collaboration between him and Kanye. And uh, Ice Melts was a good one too. Which one? Ice Melts. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them other Caribbean ones, though. But Fake Love. And I know we all have some people that just feel like you get fake love from history. <laughs> that is a good one. I remember you liking that one as well. Uh, the other one I was gonna go with is Do Not Disturb because it has. It, he basically samples uh, a Snow Owl Allegra song, and I really like her because, well, that song introduced me into Snow Owl Allegra. I hope I'm saying her name right. Um, and I listen to more of her music as a result of that. Really great, talented Canadian singer, and I love that. I love. I really enjoy that song. I like uh, Teenage Fever. I just love Teenage Fever because it's about J Lo. Like I just love that that's uh, that exists. That I was like, man, this dude was this dude was like messing around with JLo for a second. How lucky can a guy be? Jesus fucking Christ! This guy messed around with a lot of people, apparently. Oh my gosh! Like he's got man, he's he's probably had sex with Rihanna at least a few times. Like that's just it's got to like you know. She just she just disappeared now. Oh, uh, it's too good for him. I'm just like, damn, what a lucky son <laughs> done. Let's see, Portland. I liked Portland. Get it together. Yeah, sacrifices since way back. It's got a lot of good songs. I think that. It's not his greatest, but it's definitely not his worst. And I really think, like we said, he had, he had. If you're reading this, what a time to be alive. Views more life, and then the next album in like a three year span or four year span, and that's just that's just insane. Like the run he was on towards the middle to end of last the past decade, like it was just he was really taking over the world at this point. Like he was literally cementing his stature as like the number one male rapper in the game like i don't think i still think he sits at the top of that although like you said it's been a drought so we don't know but like yeah it's it's been something and he's always had you know the people that always compare them with j cole and k dad i mean they i feel like they make they, i mean everybody has their own lane it's what they they sit in their lane and they're at the top of their lane but yeah. drake just does a little bit of everything and he's good at a little bit of everything you know yeah, and the only thing I feel like separates him now, when Drake goes bar heavy, he he got bars. 
you know, now whether he writes them or not, that's, you know, I'll say he does. <laughs> Other people might say different, but either way it goes. If you pay for something, it's yours, right? I mean, yeah, like he doesn't produce like no artist. I can't really think of any artist, even the producer heavy rappers, like who are very involved in their own production. Like nobody makes all their songs from soup to nuts. Like it doesn't like everybody has collaboration. Ghostwriting, it's a it's a gray area basically where it's like uh but like it's all about the final product and i think that he it's his name attached to the album so it's he's responsible for the final product and i really i really enjoy it and i think yeah he's he's incredibly talented last one to talk about his most recent one came out in 2018 which is fucking almost three years ago at this point it's like damn we've been that long without a drake album okay but he did have a kid so he's probably trying to be more in dad mode now so last but not least uh scorpion injured yeah and he's injured <laughs> I I definitely felt like this album was a scattershot album. It's really it's got a lot of songs on it, and not all of them really landed with me. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's, it's fine. It's another Drake album, but I I wouldn't say it's in one of my favorites. But it was it was an embarrassment of riches. There's a lot of songs on this album, so you know it's it's really good. What do you think, huh? Well, he pulled a Chris Brown with this one. It was like, well, you gonna you gonna like most of them. Like, I'm like, <laughs> give you. I'm gonna give you so much you ain't got no choice but to find something that you like. But yeah. uh great album. I still listen to it. If I'm going on a long trip, I will run this album and just let it play. Yeah. I mean it it's a good bit of song. By the time I get through it, it will be you know, halfway to our destination. Beginning yeah. of it, side A, love it. At least the first eight songs. I don't you know. I don't. I don't see me skipping none of them except for like survival, like the intro. I don't. I don't care for it. I don't care for that at all. But after that, nonstop, elevate, emotionless, God plan. I'm listening to all of those. I'm emotionless. Then I get to my team. favorite. Eight out of ten. Shit was at an eight. We like to make it ten. One to send it sin. I'm going up all the way. I don't like to talk when there's nothing else left to say. Drizzy by the drop. The game is in disarray. I tell you, hear me out, but we both know end of the day. Your sister is pressing play. Your trainer is pressing play. Your wifey, your wifey, your wifey, your wifey. Oh, yeah. I have, eight and nine, I have eight out of ten on my list as well. Like, really good songs. Really good song. I love the I love the old school kind of vibe to it. It's it's very vintage Drake. Early Drake. Just, you know, yeah. him on a beat. It was flowing. I'm, I'm pretty sure he wrapped this one off of Blackberry. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you told me he was in the booth of Blackberry when he wrote the one when he was recording this one, I'd be like, "Yep, I knew it. I told you." But yeah. other than that, like even side B though, I love you know, I love that he paid homage to New Orleans. You know, it's like one. I think once he started doing it, I remember when Nice for What first came out. I was in yeah. LA. We heard Nice yeah. like everybody like, "Wow, Drake got a, a bounce song." So yeah. we like turned it on, and it's like, you know. Awesome, you know, Louisiana, you know, like, all right. New Orleans, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. And then in my feelings, the video for that was funny. That took over the world, man. That, that was <laughs> like, that <laughs> meme was, that, that, me, that challenge know, was everywhere. Everywhere. Like, I feel like still sitting at the top with this album just because, I mean, he, he found other ways to win. Different trends, you know, yeah. dance challenges, nice for what? I always listen to Ratchet Happy Birthday on my birthday. I, I forgot how much I like Ratchet Happy. Like a terrible name for a song. Right. Terrible thing for a song. But 
Great song. I'm like, turn that on. <laughs> you know, it's my birthday. <laughs> and, you know, he say, when you say play this shit, they better play it for you. On time. Blue Tent, great song, too. Don't matter to me. You can't go wrong with a Michael Jackson feature. I can't, but like that's that's like is that the biggest flex of his career? Where he's that like, was the biggest flex. Hey, either that and the fact that I think what he recorded the studio he recorded in Michael Jackson was the last one to be in there. Yeah. So they had to, his entourage had to go clean out a bunch of the stuff that Michael Jackson had left in there. Jesus. So, so when he went in there to record, he was like the next person since Michael Jackson to go in there. Another strong flex, you know. That's just the man at the height of his powers. Just be like, watch this shit, like, or listen to this shit right here. Exactly. Uh, I I had to say I'll start with my runner up because we've talked about this as well. Because we talk about Drake. Because you like you're again, you're like my only friend that likes Drake as much as I do, but you even like him more than I do. Um, Summer Games. It's not my favorite song in the album, but I think that like it's it's a synth rap song. And it's got this electronic sound to it. It's almost perfect. Like, it's almost like the best song in the album to me. But it's got that break in my heart. Break, 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 break. In my... I was like, okay, that's too much. That's too much. Take it, take it a step back. But I love that song. And so my favorite song, you already mentioned it, is Nice For What. Put your phone out, gotta hit them angles. Put your phone out, snapping like you Fabo. And you showing no, but it's all right. And you showing no. Not only do I love that song because it does take me back home, but like it also like the video is really good. Like I remember just like I was up late at night for whatever reason. I'd already moved to Austin, of course, and I was like just up late and nice for what drop. And I was oh, let me check this out. I was like, oh, shit, this is amazing. And like it's a really fun song. Don't matter to me. Like you mentioned, After Dark. I really like After Dark. Emotionless. Yeah. God's Plan. I'm kind of on the fence. I really, my least favorite song is I'm Upset. I think it's Clown. I think it's, eh. It's, ugh. Whatever. Uh, 8 out of 10, Love. I like Sandra uh, Rose. Oh, people don't like it because it came out around, you know, Pusha T. Yeah. They thought it was yeah. addressing that. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. just a song. Yeah, it is. But it's just, it's not my, uh, it's it's fine. I think he's kind of whiny in it, but... Uh, <laughs> I like Sanders Rose. I like Talk Up with Jay Z, even though it's not really that great a song. Ratchet Happy Birthday. Again, great, great song. Terrible name for a song. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's definitely nice for what. It's a great fun song. But I really like Summer Games is the one I'm like, man, you were this close. You were this close, but you just took it a little too far. And apparently people like I remember when that album came out, I remember being on Twitter and be like I really like Summer Games. And then I'd look up Summer Games on Twitter. People hate that fucking song. People hate Summer Games. And I'm like, I kind of like it. I really like it. It's it's not his best, but, you know, I really yeah. like it. I really like that he brought this electronic synth sound to it. So, Yeah, you you like the most random one that's on, but... Yeah. Summer Games, he has a thing for the summer, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> look, what can I say? I'm not... I am a very particular person, and I like very particular things. And, you know... I'm not trying to be contrarian. I have been contrarian in the past, but like, I just generally like those songs. Like, I like different, you different sounds and stuff that I like outside of rap. Like when a rapper dips into those pools and like kind of samples some of that stuff and incorporates it. I'm like, okay, I like it. I really do. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, 
This is uh, the first kind of Drake concert I went to. The Scorpion tour. Nice. Where where'd you yeah. see? You saw it in Louisiana. Yeah, I saw it in New Orleans. Scorpion yeah. and the Three Migos. Amigos. I mean, they were they were the Migos. You know. Hey, you remember when we could go to concerts and go oh. to like, live events? I remember. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> it's been uh, such a drought, man. Like, okay, man, I'll just say the last thing I'll say about Scorpion before you go any further. March fourteen is comical to me. I'm just <laughs> that's, like, that, yeah, uh, that was that's another one I don't I never care for. I'm like, yeah, this is like Billie Jean, but you know the kid is mine. I'm like, yeah. Thank yeah. you for announcing. Like, I wonder if he was this always a part of the album, or was this because you know he got outed? That's a great question. I think he said that it was always, but who knows? Um, rappers lie. But I cut you off before you were saying stuff about the drought. What are you? What are you feeling? I just, I just was saying, man, it's been such a disappointing time. Covid is just ruining everything. Nobody's putting out new music because they can't tour. Yeah, I mean, the people that are putting out music, like you get tired of hearing "Little Baby" and "The Baby" and yeah. Uh, the other couple rappers every now and then, but those are people that's trying to come on the scene now because it's quiet. Yeah, you know? nobody, none of the heavy hitters are making anything like talking about it. Yeah, right. Which brings us, you know, I know you did okay. ask me. I'm gonna let you segue back into it. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Well, I did want to ask. Uh, we were going to talk about like he's obviously he's had a very prolific career. But so he's been on a, a bunch of other people's songs as a feature artist. What do you have any favorites that he's been on feature wise, or do you like? Right. Let's see. All right, first before we get into you know, my favorite feature, we have to talk about the Drake effect. Okay. Okay. Let's talk so about the Drake then, effect. All right. So it's it's kind of like quantum physics. Okay, the Drake effect. <laughs> that's the way you apply. You know, you have. Should I be taking have, notes? <laughs> No, you don't have to take notes on this. So just come back and watch for later. I mean, unless okay. you want a music career, then then take notes. Okay. Um, so one, you have your constant. This is your regular person. Then, you know, just regular song, and you're like, ah, the song will be better. Then you add Drake to it, right? Now, now, once you add Drake to it, it pretty much, you know, amplifies the song to one of the highest measures. Yeah. And once you know it's amplified, it then converts into a a, a top hit. Now mm-hmm. you go from an unknown to a known, and then all these people are looking at you like, "Wow, he has a Drake feature. Where did he come from?" I.e., little baby. Nobody knew who that was until you know. I was gonna say Block Boy. <laughs> Block Boy JB. Yeah. Where are they now? Well, little baby's still featuring on everybody's songs for about like fifty cents a feature. Fifty dollars <laughs> a feature. Ain't no way he making that much. He just jumping on everything. Jesus like, I mean, it's like, hey, you buy me food, I'll, I'll write a verse for you. Hey, is lunch provided? Because I'm there. <laughs> At this point, he can't be charging that much. I, could, I think I can get a little baby feature. Uh, <laughs> Go fund me. Like, I need $5, guys. <laughs> so it's like, you know, what does it take? Do I just got to call him? Like, favorite, uh, this early on, I mean, I got some bang. Have you ever heard the song Your Mind Still? Who's the uh, main artist? Young Blue. No, can't can't say I have. Okay, write that down. Just go listen to listen to Drake's verse of it. You don't have to listen to the whole song. Call your mind still, and he's a featured artist on that. I think it was really neat. But my favorite early on, it has to be My Way. Him and Fetty Wap. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I remember one of those songs. I just kind of skip everything and just go to that part. Yeah. Sicko mode, which is another song that you know that was a Drake song featuring Travis Scott. Yeah. And then he had his own song called "Out Like a Light" at the end of it. You know, (laughs) it's like you know you you listen to that song because you want to listen to Drake, and I feel like that's the well. I listen to Sicko Mode for the first half of Sicko Mode. I love that first really? half. In the like second one, half, I really enjoy. But the what? first I'm not, half, I'm not surprised. Not surprised. You're, those you're drums, playing. man. The boom, 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 boom. Dude, I love Sicko Mode. Uh, that's on my list, but I don't think it's my favorite. Um, uh, do you have any others? I mean, I could go on and on. Like he, he literally, he jumps on everything, and he just, you know. He makes he makes the song better. Not oh, for some songs, but uh, let's see. What other songs are like No Shopping with him and French Montana? Okay. Uh, it's a great Joe Budden diss on that song. You know, pump, pump, pump it up. That was that whole little that little back. I was and not forth. aware of that. Real, yeah, that's back when him and Joe Budden was going back and forth. Man, Joe Budden's had like so many beefs with so many people. Who can keep track of all those? <laughs> Like that's the way he keeps himself relevant. That's yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh man, he what songs? I like I like to think of songs that he just took and kind of made his own. Like he he took two on. So I'm gonna buy. I forgot that girl. Oh, name. two on. Yeah, I forgot about two on. That's I great. love to get on. <laughs> great song. Uh, drama by. I forgot what's the guy's name, but he's he's a feature on that song. Great verse. Another Can't song. Write that, write that down. Go listen to that verse. That's, to, that's your project for after this. Those two songs. Your Mind Still and Drama. You can handle it because you don't drink. I, and otherwise, I would have told you don't drink and drink. But you'll be all right. Um, but yeah, you go ahead. What's, what's your favorite feature? Um, I think I got a few. I love Poetic Justice with Kendrick. I love blessings. I love pop that. I just love pop that by Friends Montana. The entire hey, song. That I think that's a, a fun yeah, song. That that's a, a bet. That's a really fun song. I mentioned Look Alive by Blackboy JB. Uh, Sicko Mode. Uh, right above it with Lil Wayne when Lil Wayne was trying to be a rock star. I'm <laughs> on one. I really love Fall for Your Type. I actually like the Fall for Your Type demo more than I like the Jamie Foxx version where it's just Drake on the demo. I think. It's probably a toss-up between, oh, Tuesday by I Love Marketing, where he's just like going up on a Tuesday. (laughs) Uh, I think it's a toss-up between She Will with Lil Wayne. Again, the drink effect. I love McConan. Nobody nobody listen to this, dude. (laughs) Yeah, Everybody know that song. Uh, Yeah, it's a toss-up between She Will, he did with Lil Wayne on, I think, Carter 4, and uh, The Zone Uh with The Weeknd. The Zone was one of those songs I used to get I used to get drunk to and just listen to because that was just such a great fucking song. And I think, yeah, that's the song they got me into. They I listened to The Weeknd for the first time, who, coincidentally enough, is performing the Super Bowl halftime tomorrow. Right. But yeah, I think it's probably The Zone with, with The Weeknd. I think that might be my favorite Drake feature. Yeah. I'll go time. with that. It's just taking wake a bowl of shots and listening to music while playing Gin Rummy. Oh man, that was the 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 zone days. God, that was like 2010. So I was probably drinking Southern Comfort or or probably Captain Morgan rum. I'm joking. You really did drink Southern Comfort. I loved Southern <laughs> Comfort back in the day. 
hell, it's going to be Mardi Gras soon. Well, sort of Mardi Gras soon. And I remember I would always drink Southern Comfort when I was in college. Uh, I didn't even like SoCo and Lime. I just drank straight Southern Comfort. I think it tasted like candy. It was delicious. Uh, kind of like Fireball. Like pretty candy. much same kind of thing. <laughs> so that does it for the albums and the mixtapes and its feature. Uh, just wrapping up, you know, as a Drake fan, dare I say a Drake stan, like, what are you what are you looking forward to? Like, what do you think he has left to do? Like, obviously, he's going to have a new album coming out, but what more do you want from Drake, like, going forward? I feel like we're going to get one of the best albums since Take Care and Certified Lover Boy. Oh, we didn't and talk we, about we that. Hmm? We didn't talk about that. What's your favorite album? Is Take Care definitely your favorite album? Yeah, Take Care is my favorite album, yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. But I, I do think, like I said, Views, Nothing Was the Same, They're probably, yeah. And uh, I, I even I'd even put if you're reading this up there because if you're reading this has a lot of a lot of good songs on it. But yeah. take care, definitely. No, we didn't we didn't talk about his other you know little EPs he dropped like Dark Lane demo and oh yeah I didn't include that. Dark Lane demos has a bunch of one off songs that I really like. I think I didn't include that because I was like that would have taken too much time to get into. But like it was Dark Lane demos is a really good one. Chicago freestyling, but care package, which is one thing I did want to talk about. Okay. A lot of his songs. What would you say is your favorite song that didn't make an album? Ooh, that's a great question. I was not prepared for this. Off the top of my head, probably, <laughs> probably Sweeter Man. That was the one I was like, that was, how <laughs> I feel like I remember us talking about this song. I love came, Sweeter like, Man. Oh, I love Sweeter Man. Girl, me, I know you want. <laughs> Dude, I love that fucking song. Let's see. I'm trying. Let me look at some of his songs online. Days in the East is really good. Draft day. Oh, easy. Hold on. Let me just make sure that I'm not talking out my ass here. Girls that, love I mean, Beyonce. That's basically what kind of care package was. It was a lot of the songs that. Yeah. Did. Girls Love Beyonce with James Bond. How about now? Heat of the Moment. 5 a.m. Uh, in Toronto. One of the most slept on songs. Very bar heavy. Very in your face Drake just rapping. I remember I think, one of his. One of his yeah. bars that was like, you can load every gun with bullets that fire backwards. You probably wouldn't lose a single rap. I was like, oof. Meaning, you know, they'd never pull the trigger. They just talk shit to talk shit. It's coming from a light skin. <laughs> I think my favorite that did make an album, as far as I know, uh, Dreams Money Can Buy. I love Dreams Money Can Buy. I never seen a car you claim to drive. What shit I've seen that you just ain't inside. And I feel like lately it went from top five to remaining five. My favorite rappers either lost it or they ain't alive. And they trying to bring us down. Me, Weezy, and Stunner. We stayed up. Christmas lights in the middle of summer. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, <laughs> Dreams Money Can Buy. Definitely probably my favorite. I didn't really look at Care Package. I didn't want to dwell on like the EPs because I was like, we had to cut it off somewhere. Where I was just I like, feel like if you go bring up what a time to be alive, I had to, you know, at least. But those two, I mean, zero to hundred slash the catch up. The catch up is one of my favorite. Oh, zero to hundred. That's oh, I forgot about zero to one hundred. Yeah, trust, trust issues. Oh my god, trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> See, it got all those songs that was just like, damn, this this vintage Drake on there. Drake on a, Paradise. Oh my god, I need to go. See, I have all these songs. That's why I skipped most of I didn't include Care Package because I already have all these songs already. I just don't have them on an album. But, yeah, I guess he did release them all as a as a compilation. But, yeah, probably Dreams Money Can Buy. Trust Issues, though. Trust Issues. 
Me and trust issues go way back. Like I used to <laughs> I love like, trust issues. Did you like Days in the East? I did like Days in the East. I did like Days in the East. But yeah, Dreams Money Can Buy. Brilliant. Yeah. Motion is my second favorite after zero to hundred slash the catch up. But yeah. I woke up this morning singing zero to hundred for some reason. I guess I was prepared. Real quick. Real real, real quick. fucking quick. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred nigga real quick. They be on that rap to pay the bill shit. And I don't feel that shit, not even a little bit. Oh Lord, know yourself, know your worth, nigga. My actions being louder than my worth. It's a great. How about now? Was how about now on there? Yeah, how about now? Mm-hmm. Cause we're up right now. Oh my god, that's damn. I love <laughs> dude, I love Drake. Like, it's really not like I like the worst versions of Drake at sometimes, like as I just demonstrated with all my picks of favorite songs, but like, dude, he's just like like as a as just a guy who's like had women troubles, has a strained relationship with his dad, uh, product of divorce. Like, I just I feel like I connected with him, or I related to him, I guess, on a, on several and different facets of you know his music. And I was just like, I just love him. He's just great. He's just great. Like, he's not always the coolest. He's kind of reached a point where it's just like, yeah, it might be kind of lame now. We'll see. But like, it's dude, he just makes great music. I just love what he does. I love the music he makes. You know, I recently heard Charlemagne saying he think the Drake era is over. And I think this this next album is gonna be a tell all. Yeah. Whether or not. I mean the man said he planned on retiring at thirty five. So I mean he, he he damn near close to it. I think he's like thirty three, thirty four. Yeah, I think he's like thirty four, yeah. Uh I think that's a great note to go out on. Yeah, this when Loverboy comes out, this really will determine the next probably phase of his career, like what I, I think you could argue that he's probably this, this will be the start of his back half of his career, and because I can't imagine him keep going. Like he said, he's going to retire, but like he'll probably do something later on because rappers never really retire, right? Right. So, I mean, he probably won't put out another. He'd be like, you know, Jay Z. I might pop out on a song yeah. every now and then, but yeah. probably be more invested in producing, not producing, but you know, managing his label. Yeah. Yeah, you know, putting out his own album. So, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna go get my heart right here in the corner. I, right now, I just got the, <laughs> you know, I got the nothing was the same part going on the little hook. Uh, right. I'm gonna go get the heart in the corner, reach my full light skin capability. You know, <laughs> LSC. That's what we talked about when that song with him and Lil Yachty. And you know, we're gonna we're gonna wait certified lover boy. Looking forward to it. Hopefully, it comes about comes out either this month or March or maybe April. Who knows? Did you want to do the questions real quick, or did you want? Or we're about an hour forty. <laughs> do you want to do the questions real quick, even though I didn't provide them to you like a dumbass? That's all right. We can run them. Okay. Let's. Where is it? Where's the questions? Oh, it's in the box. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. When did you get your first cell phone, and what kind was it? First cell phone. Oh, was a. Nokia, no, it was a Sprint flip phone. Okay, I don't remember what kind it was back when they had the flip phones, like SG thirty or something random flip phone. Sure, but it, back when you know, or was it Nextel, Sprint, same thing, whatever. Sure, That's telling my age, but back when chirping was a thing. That's what How old were you? What, what, what year are we talking about here? Oof. We got to be talking two thousand six, two thousand five. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit older. I got mine in 2002, 2003-ish, somewhere around there. Um, yeah. yeah, one of those Nokia bricks. 
I had a I hate the name of this fucking company, but it was the Siemens. Uh, <laughs> All right, that was childish. But it was singular wireless. Like, yeah, it was it was like, yeah, it was a European country company. And uh, and then I got a uh, LG. Yeah, an LG flip phone. I remember that was the next one. Nine, OK, eight. I remember what? when we flipped out. I had the sidekick. That was my next. Oh, one. my that. God. I remember kids like the sidekick was a game changer. People were so in love with the sidekick. Okay, what is one reality TV or game show you would do the best on? Uh, new show actually. What's that? I think it's uh, like name that tune. It's a new show. Oh that's yeah, 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 Randy yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Watch you it, hear like I'm one like, or two notes? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like easy. Like, like remember one one of the the songs was Bohemian Rhapsody, and it was based on a clue. I didn't need a note. Like, there's a lot of songs. I'm like, I don't even need a note because based on a clue, I know what it is. Yeah. Um, but. I think I'll go furthest in that just because of my love for music. But. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I think – I can't remember the answer I gave in the past, but I always thought, like, uh, Family Feud probably I think I would do the best. Or, like, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Like, very trivia-based stuff. Uh, okay. What is your favorite book? Like, what's the book you've read, you read at some point that you thought was like, wow, this is the, probably the best book I've ever read? Easy. Uh, you know. To Kill a Mockingbird. Good book. Good book. Do you like the movie? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, did not like movie. I do like To Kill a Mockingbird. I read it, I think I read it in school. Did I read it in school or did I read it on my own time? I can't remember. See years ago. Uh, I'm 31. I'm too old for this shit. Uh, <laughs> okay, what is your favorite pair of shoes? Either you currently own or you owned at one point. Favorite pair of shoes would be Retro Jordan 12s. Nice. Favorite type of basketball shoe, you know, for those. But a uh, type of shoe that I would continuously buy after one pair gets old would be like Raylo plain white Air Force Ones. Like, yeah. once I get, like, I think those are some ones that I will just, you know, continuously have. So I guess we'll go with that. Okay. Uh, I have a pair of Air Force Ones. I need to get, dude, money's been tight because of the pandemic, but like, really need to buy a new pair of Air Force Ones because mine are getting kind of. Uh, ratty looking and shit so i love it i think air force ones are like the most comfortable pair of shoes i've ever owned uh okay what is your favorite smell or scent like either like the smell of something cooking or the scent of like a perfume or cologne or anything or like candle whatever scent would be like i don't know we're talking like actual things i feel like a, a, cit a citrus like a citrus scent okay yeah, fresh citrus we're not talking yeah. fragrances here but, yeah know. yeah i feel you uh, mine is bacon. I love the smell of bacon. I love. Wow, you know, I was you thinking outside the box there. I like that. Yeah, I, smell of bacon is great too. You know, when you get some money in your pocket, everybody always says just throw some bacon on it. <laughs> Adding bacon to everything. That's how I was when I got my stimmy. <laughs> hey, that new stimmy is probably down the down the pike. Uh, <laughs> okay, so e this is an either or. You you can either watch. You can only watch TV shows or movies for the rest of your life. What would you pick? Oh, this is tough. But I'm going to say TV shows. Okay. And it's only because I get uh, a developing story. It's not one and done, you know. And I get different different TV shows. I know you probably, probably say movies. I know you're a big fan of movies. 
Well, I, I got to be able to watch the Star Wars movies at any given time. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't give up on the Star Wars movies. Uh, even the bad ones. Uh, I got to be able to watch them because it's... You just watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> well, you, you don't appreciate... Well, I don't think you can appreciate The Mandalorian as much as you, as much as you possibly can without having an understanding of the movies. But no, that's just me. any Star Wars. I kind of tune y'all out as soon as y'all start talking Star Wars in the chat. Oh, I've noticed because like <laughs> a lot of shit when we start talking about like I send a lot of Star Wars stuff to the group to the chat I have with just Steven and Rachel because I'm like I'm not gonna bore with everybody else in this in this group with this shit because then nobody cares besides us three. Uh, okay, so this is a tricky one. So just you know think about it as long as you need to. You get to use a time machine. Okay, when and where would when or where would you go? And but the trick is the catch is you have to stay there for no more or less than three days. So for instance, if you went to nineteen, let's go to nineteen oh one, like or nineteen twenty one, like a hundred years ago, you got to stay there for three days. So like you can't leave before that. So like I, I did that because people are like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to go to the fucking like Jurassic period or like go see the dinosaurs? I'm like, okay, but you got to stay there three days. Could you survive in that area for three days? So where would you go? <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, you can go. You can go in the past or the future. Because my answer is, I would want to go to the future, like a hundred years from now, for three days. You know, I mean, I, I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah, I would definitely like to go like further in the future for like three days. Will <laughs> will we still be here? And I guess we'll find that out. Can we last yeah. for three days? <laughs> yeah, you might wake up in like the vacuum of space and be like, they blew up the planet. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna say it. Like, I know as a black man, like going in the past, especially yeah, in this country, you, know, you don't want to go that. I want to go that far in the past, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you'd say the future then? Yeah. Okay. This one, this one's probably more up your alley because you're a big sports guy. Would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel Prize winner, and for what? Hmm. Um. The, the Nobel Peace Prize is cool and all, but I probably want the Olympic gold medal. Yeah, same here. Well, would you, what what sport? Basketball, probably. Of course. Yeah. I might to go beat up on all these other countries. You know? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be very interesting to see what, because obviously the season, the NBA season, is going to end like right before the Olympics. So I don't know if how many superstars are going to be able to join Team USA this year, but it'd be very interesting to see how it all shakes out with in Tokyo this year. So. I wonder if we're ever gonna get back on the same schedule as we was with basketball. Is it is this shift like gonna just stay in effect? It's a great question. Happen like be interesting to see anyway. Yeah, gonna have like a longer extended break just to get back on track. Who knows? I also would go Olympic gold medal, but I would go U.S. men's soccer because I I've said like to be on the US men's team that won it's the country's first gold medal in soccer would be historic and you would be like etched in the history books forever like if you did that so i would go olympic gold medal in soccer and you really put some thought into that well i've I, i've asked this question best <laughs> since this volume started so i've had plenty of time to think about it so yeah uh, i figured basketball you cuz you know you love basketball probably more than anyone i know maybe no you're up there. You're probably like in the shortlist of people I know that love it the most. Okay, you know, we're coming out of this pandemic, hopefully, knock on wood, you know, five years from now, you know, 2026 or 2025 when I first thought of this question, you know, pandemic, Trump era, Trump, the Trump presidency ended. In five years from now, what do you hope we learn from all of this? Like, what do you hope, you know, looking back, like, 
you know, you tell your little nephew, uh, like he's going to be, you know, five or six or a little kid, like what, what do you hope to, what do you hope to tell them in future generations? What do you hope we all learn from all of this? Two, well, those two things. One, I feel like everybody learned to be more patient. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of things that you, you we can't do. Uh, we learned to be more understanding of people that work in these industries that were shut down because of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Greater we, but I feel like the biggest takeaway is appreciating what you have while you have it, and understanding you know the things that we might take for granted, you know, while we have them. Because even going to the movies, one of your guilty pleasures, is taken away because of a pandemic, and you don't realize, you know how much you enjoy that just, you know, that yeah. time tell it you, you can't do it anymore. Or, you know, having to wear a mask on your face all the time. Bingo. New norm, you know, like so just appreciate <laughs> taking those small things for granted basically. Yeah. I totally agree. Although I might brave the movie theater to go see Kong ver- Godzilla versus Kong in the movie theater because I really want to see that on big screen. Uh but yeah, I miss going to the movies a lot. I miss I do, have, I do just love the fact that I could just leave an apartment, leave my place, and go anywhere pretty much and not have to worry about, like, oh, is this dangerous? Do I have my mask with me? But the thing I, I really hope we learn from all this is how interdependent we all are in each other, especially, like, on a, on a community level and an economy level. Like, I think this really taught us, like, one facet or one aspect of the economy goes down and it trickles and it reverberates throughout the entire economy so like you know service industry jobs go down the tank that means people are don't have jobs which means they can't afford their rent which means they can't afford groceries and yada 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 blah 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 blah. and then i work in the travel industry you know that and like just how hard the travel industry has been hit because people don't really have disposable income and they don't they can't go anywhere so it's just like it's amazing to me how on a macro level like economically and just communally and socially like just how dependent we all are on each other. Like we think we're a very divided country and in a lot of aspects we are, but like, like I really, really hope it doesn't look like it, but I really hope in time to come that we realize how much we all need each other and how we're all in the same boat, I guess. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that does it. Yeah. About two hours. I figured like (laughs) with, with the number of albums we had to go through, I mean, we could have done it for three hours. Like, if we, I was like, man, maybe we should break this up over two parts. But I'm like, no, I think we can fit it all in one episode. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for us, guys. Thank you for patiently waiting for us to come back. I'm sorry about that. If anybody was like wondering, curious, like, what the fuck? But I was just like, wasn't in the mood. Holidays, all the stuff came up. And I was just like, I don't really feel like talking. And again, I was waiting for Loverboy to come out in January all so right. we could be like, okay, let's record and release right before that comes out. But wasn't the case, so I decided to push it back to February. But yeah, this is episode 88. Please like, subscribe, share. Uh, Anthony, thank you, my brother, for doing this. I know you love doing this, and I'm glad we got to do this. And, you know, probably going to have you on in the summer, probably around the NBA playoffs and the finals, so we can talk about the NBA season. And hopefully, maybe, I don't, I I know the Bulls aren't going to make the, the, aren't going to win the East, but (laughs) maybe if the Celtics do, we can have something to talk about and we can talk about the finals. going to be wild. Oh, man. Oh man! Like if it was, I really this one. This probably won't ever happen. But like a Pelicans Celtics finals would be the funniest thing in the world. Like that would just be the funniest damn thing in the world for me because of the group chat you, me, and Steven are in. So that would be that'd be hilarious. Blow it up. 
finally, you know, if y'all take anything away from this episode, <laughs> friends don't let friends drink and drink. And also, my cash app is Ajink14. <laughs> like a song, send me a dollar. <laughs> All right, man. You have a great rest of your day. And I guess, you know, I'll be texting y'all during the game tomorrow while I'm playing video games. So y'all can keep me up to date with what's going on. So. All right, brother. All right, man. I'll catch you later. Give my best, everybody. All right. All right, bye. Bye.